Good morning, friends. Skip here. Next episode of Finding Meaning. A podcast that wants to help you find meaning. Substantial meaning, true meaning, deep meaning. Because uh, I'm convinced, and I'm going to talk about how I became convinced, how other people are convinced that we don't live in what is really true meaning. We live in what is being offered to us as meaning, and it is, at the very best, <clears throat> a, uh, a shadow, uh, an illusion of <clears throat> what is real. Um, forgive me. Strangely enough, I'm going to take a drink here. I don't always cough like this until I'm giving a podcast. I think it's some sort of subconscious thing. I don't know. So much of life is is lived out in the subconscious. I'm convinced of that. That's for sure. There are little triggers. Little, as uh, Don Miguel Ruiz will say, uh, little hooks. Things that hook you into a darkness or a habit. Uh, so let's talk about uh, sort of the theme of finding meaning, the theme of waking up in the context of, of the whole. Again, as I have said in recent podcasts, this concept is not new. There are no new spiritual revelations. I'm pretty convinced of that. They may be new to you, but they're not new to the context of being human. And it's something that I have discovered. And intellectually, we may know these stories or these truths, but we need to take them beyond the intellect because when we when we just intellectualize something like you know the world's an illusion uh it doesn't have any substance it it's just kind of a strange concept and we move on we have to develop that soil we have to develop that idea we have to uh view the world for it to become solidified in us two different people can read the same book two different people can hear this podcast and come away with two completely different ideas of it. That's the way it should be. But it's also proof of what I'm talking about. That we, we literally create, um, process information, process data all differently. So let's look at this as a whole. Uh, I'm not saying anything new. Uh, let's look at the story of Buddha, who was a prince, rich guy, had no um, no reason to want. He was not born of some lowly estate. He was born with everything. And his father kept him from experiencing life, kept him from seeing what life really was until... One day he ventured out and uh, was able to see 
death and suffering uh, and and poverty and cruelty and he went on a quest to find an escape uh, a release from it uh, I won't go over the whole story it's a long story he tries religion differing religions differing techniques uh, finally becomes determined sits underneath a Bodhi tree and uh, after 40 days that's an important number <laughs> it seems uh, realizes that the reason religion didn't free him was because it's a part of the illusion too. The, re the reason his wealth couldn't free him, the reason he could, couldn't escape these things or correct these things is because they are part of the illusion too. And when he becomes the Buddha, when Siddhartha, the prince, becomes the Buddha, that's the awakened one. Now, what's he awakened to, right, is the question. Some people will say he's awakened to inner peace. Some people will say he's awakened to self-knowledge. All true. But I'm convinced what he's awake from is the illusion of the false reality. That he becomes awake and thus free from the false reality because he knows truly in the truest sense of the word he's not a part of it and you aren't either that yeah we have to live it out we're in it but we have created what is called maya we have created our own illusion we have put in place our own concepts let's talk about Jesus uh, Jesus is according to Christian mythology according to Christian scripture forced forced into the desert <laughs> don't forget that to be tempted and the things he's tempted with are power and wealth and the false reality that we've made that's what the I'm using air quotes devil who Jesus is forced to deal with forced to come in uh, contact with for 40 days uh, he, Jesus sees that the concept of the devil and all the power that goes with the world it's all an illusion that there's only love and that's all that really matters and then uh like Buddha, but but to a greater, even greater degree, because of his historical setting, he takes that message into the world and, and pays a a very high price. Uh, Buddha was allowed to at least uh, teach. He he had the capacity to teach, um, and ultimately his life ends in a very normal sort of way. Uh, not Jesus. So. You know, there are two big examples. We could talk about Muhammad's flight, where he's shown uh, the truth. Well, I think the truth he was shown was that there's a world beyond uh, the one we perceive.
there are religious figures who have had near-death experiences. There are religious figures who have had transcendent moments of meditation. There are uh, mystics. Read the mystics of the Middle Ages. Uh, you'll, you'll see that in their own language, in their own time, they have, through some mechanism, be it meditation, be it some sort of spiritual discipline, be it some sort of trauma, they have transcended. Uh, St. Francis, Francis of Assisi, uh, takes all of his clothes off in the middle of town and says, I'm done, because none of this matters. Uh, you know, Mother Teresa will say, I see Christ in everyone, regardless of their religion. Uh, Richard Rohr will say, there's a false self we create and an authentic true self we become. Carl Jung, uh, working through the shadow side to become mature. Paul Tillich, saying that God is the ground of all being. Uh, to one degree or another, people who end up with the realization that the way we have been living, what we live in, is an illusion. Those people can convey that and have helped me personally on my journey. I'm just trying to add my voice to that for y'all, you know. I don't want to compare myself to these people. Uh, I think comparison is a dangerous, dualistic thing. Uh, but I will say this, that I think on whatever level I can, I have come to see that the world we have created is Maya. It's illusion. It's a false thing. The The systems we have put in place that we call reality are not made from our most authentic self and therefore they are false. Because if we're not living out of our most authentic self, <coughs> then we're living out of our false self. So my point is this, folks, that you can look back over history and you can see that these teachers, that these books, that these spiritual, real authentic spiritual teachers are teaching the same thing. And that's important because that's the one truth. That's the spiritual truth. Uh, we can't religify it. We can't quantify it. We can't organize it. We can't monetize it. That's what humans do, right? They, someone comes along and says, here's the truth that, uh, that the reality you're living in is not authentic to you. It's an illusion. It's a work on transformation. And we end up forming a committee. <laughs> so there you have it, my friends, I hope.
I hope that's helpful. Uh, hang in there. Uh, let the illusion fall away. Uh, it takes a little detachment. It takes some objectivity. It takes some meditation. It takes a little bit of hard work. Uh, but it's worth it. Because you will find meaning. I promise you. You will find meaning. We'll talk to you later, my friends. Thank you. Peace.